Welcome back, sports fans and executives that tell us listening in to see if we make any more threats. Welcome to another great episode of Post Game Overtime. I'm Will Collison, joined as always with Brandon Corbiel. Brandon, how are we feeling? Oh, we're feeling energized and ready to go. What season is upon us? And if you say pumpkin spice season, I'll give you a Well, it is pumpkin spice season. Getting cast. No, it's NFL football season. Is back. Oh, I thought you were going to do the whole song. Uh, no, I don't know if we have copyrights to that. Before we, before we get into um, talking about NFL, I just want to say we made improvements this year. Um, last year during the summer, you know, we... We disappeared for a bit, and we came back better than ever. But this summer, we stayed a little more on top of it. We only got six episodes out, but that is six times more of the content than everybody got last summer. So round of applause to us. Clap, 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 clap. Are you clapping your hands or just giving your, yeah. doing a little twerk? Doing a little, are no. you making a clap? Are you making a clap? They don't call him Big Vandal for nothing. Um... But yeah, we, we stayed on top of it a bit more. Um, you know, we, we really dive hard in, into the NFL season. Um, I think that's, I think, I think, you know, as much as we love, um, you know, the NHL, UFC, CFL, all that, um, I, it just, I mean, it's just statistically, we, we, we generate more of an audience, um, during the NFL season in our NFL content that we do. Um, so we really, we really dive in on it and, you know, we, 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 we know what people want, and we want to give that to them. And boy, are we going to deliver that today. No one parlays harder than us. No one. Speaking of parlays, we're branching out a little bit. Uh, it's not going to be in the episode, but we're giving you a little post. We actually got a, uh, a rugby correspondent out in France right now. That's right. PGO team has correspondents. We have a rugby correspondent out in France at the moment, and they will be sending us the inside scoop on a World Cup rugby parlay. So be sure to be yeah. paying close attention to the socials uh, tonight and tomorrow for your World Cup PGO parlay, courtesy oh, of yeah. our correspondent. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. We're huge. international. We're international. Fuck with us, all right? We're international. <laughs> I just got back from the doctors. They took my height. I grew two centimeters. I'm a growing boy. <laughs> I did. I grew two <laughs> centimeters in my 20s. That's unheard what of. A, what a growing boy you are. I am a growing boy. It may or may not be due to a genetic condition, but... Just means you, know you got that dog in called? you. Yeah, do you know what that condition's called? Having what? that dog in me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what that condition's called? Successful parlay header. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Before, actually, because there is some big stuff to talk about. Before we um, dive into the NFL, let's, let's just go back a bit. And let's uh, talk about uh, last week in the CFL. Do you, do you want to talk about my big win at the Stamps well, game? Well, it's, it's probably, in my opinion, it's probably the biggest... Um, weekend of CFL football throughout the season because it's like their whole, you know, big Labor Day um, 
thing. It's kind of like with the NFL kind of during like Thanksgiving for them, I would say, is kind of like their big weekend. Um, yeah, like we had, we had some some banging matchups in, in the CFL for the Labor Day weekend. Um, starting off with the first game, the BC Lions beat the Montreal Alouettes. That one's not really a surprise. You know, BC's kind of uh, been hot and cold lately, but this was a, a, a strong statement win for them. Um, so I kind of expect them to kind of get back on the horse because, you, you know, they're 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 still safely in a playoff spot, but I think they really want to keep fighting and pushing um, to try and secure that first round bye because that proves to be very valuable um, in the CFL. The the Sunday game was was phenomenal. Uh, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders ended up beating the Winnipeg Blue Bombers um, in overtime. Uh, it was just a phenomenal game. Um, like, it, like for me, coming for, as a as a Riders fan, like this was such a huge win to actually, you know, knock off Winnipeg and beat them. Um, and and really, also just for the Riders in general, puts them in a great um, playoff spot now. Moving forward, you know, they've they've now kind of got a two um, a two game buffer, uh, and I believe they actually do. Let me just double check. Um, math is hard. Yeah, so they actually do have oh, one man. game. They're they're currently two um, well, two wins, four points ahead of the stamps. But they also do have one game in hand. So if they end up winning that extra game, that would be uh, a six point difference, which would really put the Riders in a good spot going for the playoffs. Um, but just a great win over the Blue Bombers. Uh, Toronto Argonauts beat the Hamilton Tiger Cats uh, 41-28. Not much to say about that one. You know, Toronto's been been a force all season. Um, you know, Hamilton kind of kept it close at times, but I think everybody, you know, and their, their grandma's dog knew that Toronto's taking that one. And then the final game of the Labor Day weekend was the Calgary Stampeders and the Edmonton Elks. Which you actually had the pleasure of attending. I was attending live. Uh, I was our uh, CFL correspondent for the day. Um, can I read? Can I read through our our uh, text conversations during that game? Oh yeah. All right. Um, okay, so we're we're starting the night. It's the game starts at five. The first text goes out at three fifty. Yep. Stamps Elks. I'm going with the Stamps, but I got a parlay. Over under 46 and a half. Brandon responds with, I'd probably go with the over. And I said, yeah, bad defense. And then I said, Stamps are minus three. Or do I play it safe on the money line? Brandon chimes in, probably just play it safe on the money line. And yeah, both teams' defenses have been pretty bad this season. I respond. Which was that wrong there? Both teams' defenses were pretty bad. Wait, not gonna lie, they choked at the end. The the Eskimos? No, whoa, whoa. The elk. I said the elk. Please don't cancel me. Don't don't cancel me, okay? If you didn't say anything, I I didn't even clock in on that. I would have just let it ride. The Edmonton Elk. I love all communities. The Edmonton Elk, they got to Mc. What was it, McNair? What's his name? McNa- McNall. 
Are you talking about uh, who's our QB? Calgary's QB. Yeah. Um, Jake Mayer. Jake Mayer, not McNair. Mayer. They were getting to him all night, man. They sacked him like four times. Yeah. So so yeah, yeah. Which, they which was pretty end, surprising. They choked in the end, but our O-line just shit the bat. So, Brandon says, bad defenses. Both have been pretty bad this season. And, and you said, probably play it safe on the money line. I'll respond. Ah, a little cowardly, don't you think? You respond. All right, stamps minus three. I'm on the board. We go on to, I go, it's a bit smoky today. Do you think that's going to fuck with the over? So you don't think so? Do you think so? And I said, I think rain wouldn't. It rained all day today, but it eased off. And should stay that way the night. I'm about to lock in. Stamps minus three. With the over for respectable plus 260 odds. That was at 359. Jump forward. 603. I'll get a text from Brandon. Calgary needs to get it going. Because they respond. were... What were they? They were down by... Like 15. Yeah. Not at this point. They were only down by like five at this point. You, you go all caps. Yeah, you're telling me! Yeah. I'm about to run onto the field and make a hit myself. Because we forgot how! Every time I yell, that's when I speak in all caps. Um, Brandon responds with, might have to. None of them are going to make a play. They can't lose to the Elks. Literally the worst team in the CFL is playing daddy to the Stamps right now. <laughs> Cannot be allowed. I respond. This hurts to watch. I'm going to off myself in the stadium. Brandon responds. They're letting the, Elk, the Elks offense cook. Absolutely zero pressure. And, and true, uh, Trey, Trey Ford? Yeah. That kid's unreal, man. He's unreal. He should have been he's, playing all year. He's if he's not the guaranteed starter next year, I'm I'm causing a riot, man. Well, and do you know why he hasn't been the starter all year? Is everyone in Edmonton's racist? Well, I, I couldn't, couldn't tell you, but um, probably. So the Elks head coach Chris Jones is actually also the GM. And so he's the one at the end of last season that signed their other quarterback, Cornelius, to that um, big extension and whatnot. So being the coach as well, you know, he's like, well, shit, I just paid this QB a bunch of money long term. I kind of got a ride with him. He's my guy. And so now switching to Trey Ford, he's basically admitting to his own mistake of signing this other guy long term. So he kept trying to ride it out with his guy hoping that it would work so he doesn't look like a complete bonehead. And eventually he realized, like, this Trey Ford kid just has so much talent. Like, we got to play him now. So now it's kind of a bad look on the coach because he they've now got a super expensive backup QB. Really? Because they, they bring in Cornelius on, like, uh, third and ones or second and ones. Yeah, they'll, they'll use him, like, sparingly, but, like, he, he's very evidently no longer, like the starter like it's not his team it's trey ford is pretty quickly taken over trey ford is him yeah all right so you, you say they're letting the elks offense cook absolutely zero pressure um i'll respond it's disgusting 
Even when we pressure, Buddy scrambles us like an egg. Yeah. Um, then you text me something about our fantasy football league. <laughs> yeah. Then I respond, Trey Ford is unreal. You respond, I still can't believe the Elks haven't been playing him all season. Such a nasty dual threat QB. Dude, I some of his runs is nuts. Dude, he, he cooked us, man. He cooked. He, he deserved the win. He deserved the win. He did. Let's be real. When you watch Trey Ford, who's, who actually comes to mind when you watch him play? Kind of Mahomes. Oh, okay, so I, me and my dad were already thinking it, and then the announcers even said it. He plays a lot like Kyler Murray, actually. Oh, shut up. He shut does. up. He, yeah, he does. on the Fortnite field, too, you fucking nerd. Well, probably, but like you, you watch him, you can see the similarities. He's not that short. Uh, he's not big. He's not big. He's not big like you. He's uh, not a big growing boy. Big growing boy. Um, I respond. He's honestly so good. Started for sure next year. My next yeah. text. Do the stamps have a fetish for shitty screenplays or something? And then, and then I start now, getting here's, down here's on where it gets dark. Here's where it gets dark. I'll say it now. It was dumb to bet the minus three. And I don't need to hear any sass later tonight. This is at 7.22. 7.35, you respond. So basically you're saying I'm him, which means no sass for me tonight. 7.36, all I'm saying is no sass. The rest is speculation. 7.38, you respond. Good challenge by Calgary there. 7.40, I respond. Ref ball. 7.41, onside in a tug. That's all I request. Humbly at 7.42. At 7.43, you respond. There's definitely a chance. And at 7.58, I respond. I'm him. I am him. Suck me. The parlor lands. Got him fucking wet and hard. That was electric. And then I sent that meme of the fish from SpongeBob just hard as a rock. Yeah. And that right there was my Monday night. That was not... See, here's what I loved about it, too. Everyone in the stadium was celebrating after we got the touchdown. I needed the point after. Yeah, you, yeah, you needed that. So I... And, and they wouldn't even done it. They, they went for two previously, and that's what got me in there. If they had decided not to go for the two... Yeah. I would have been fucked. They went for two in the first touchdown. Great decision. Then the next touchdown... Everyone's already cheered. They're done cheering. I haven't said a peep. I'm shaking in my boots waiting for this point after to go through. Point after goes through. Everyone's like, oh, cool. Yeah, whatever. Game's pretty much done. I'm being like, praise the Lord, baby. I was so fucking excited to see that thing go through those uprights. Get a fuck out of here, man. That was electrifying. I just electrifying. It was it was crazy because it was like the Elks were basically like just, you know, they were in control of the game for such a good portion of it. And then all of a sudden, like, and I and I even texted to you, like I said, um, you know, going back to their coach, Chris Jones, that he kind of like they had they were playing so good. And then they just got to a point where you could just you could see the shift. And it was like, OK, no, like the, instead of keeping the, you know, the pedal down and, and keep her going. They, it just seemed like they were just trying to get the clock to run out. They just wanted, they were just trying to just waste time. And yeah, 
I think if they kept just doing what they were doing, they were they were fine. Like their offense was cooking. Um, I mean, you weren't able to really see it at the game, but watching it on TV, it, so many times they panned to the the stamps defense in between plays, and you could see them like hands on the knees, like huffing and puffing, like they were they were gassed, they were tired. And if the Elks just kept going, like I think they could have just steamrolled their way through the rest of the game. But there was just a shift, and it was. It was like, okay, now let's just play conservative. Let's play to not turn over the ball. Let's not take risks. Let's again. It's they went exactly away from what they were doing the you know however long previously in the game, and then you could just see that boom. All of a sudden, it's like the stamps have all the momentum, and then the stamps just went to work and cooked them. Like it went downhill so fast for the Elks. It was well, but it was you, a, it was you a saw that coming in meltdown. It was a classic yeah. Edmonton meltdown. And you know what? At the end of the day, happened. we can't clown on the Elks too much because not only have they won a game this season now, um, they won a home game. They actually won a game at home. Um, yeah. Week 11, they beat Hamilton. Uh, that game was in Hamilton. So they did get a win on the board. You know, team was feeling good. Following week, week 12, in Edmonton at Commonwealth uh, Stadium, they beat the Ottawa Red Blacks 32-20. So pretty, pretty good stuff for the Elks. Um, you know, still obviously. Also about that game, like this is just to me, this is crazy. Um, that win over the Red Blacks, Trey Ford went 15 for 18. So pretty good mm. completion to attempts. In those 15 completions, 317 yards. Mm. Nuts. And then for rushing from them, uh, 10 rushes for 74 yards. Like, dude balled out. And then, you know, not the passing stats aren't as great um, versus the stamps. They kind of fell apart in the second half. But I mean, rushing, 11... Rushes for 135 yards. Like the dude, not only can he sling it, but he can he can run. So it's it's you know as much as the elk suck right now, um, you know as as long as uh, Trey Ford sticks around, you know you've got a like you've got your guy for, for for a while. And when you put him on the field, you know at least you've got a, a chance to win games, which. They can't say about any of the other guys they've had um, over recent times. So, uh, honestly, that was but that was that was a great game. That was a phenomenal way to wrap up the um, the Labor Day weekend. We've got a big uh, week fourteen coming up. Kind of a couple rematches. Well, really, only the two. Um, they always kind of do that for the Labor Day and then the next weekend. Um, so now Saskatchewan will be playing Winnipeg in Winnipeg and Calgary will be playing Edmonton now up in Edmonton. So, you know, if you're if you're a big CFL fan or if you're someone who, you know, just kind of listens to us and is wanting to get into some more sports, um, if you have the opportunity, I highly recommend watching those two games. Uh, Cal- or Saskatchewan and Winnipeg are at two o'clock on Saturday. Um, that is mountain time, our time. And then uh, Calgary and Edmonton is five o'clock, so it's the game right after. Uh, those are going to be very fun games to watch, and 
Me personally, I can't wait for those two. It's going to be good. Hey, Brandon. Yep. Did you know there's a game on tonight? Oh, there is. Oh, you know I know there is. Guess what starts tonight, Brandon? <clears throat> Dude, I've been hard for like the last four days. I've been fucking... I've been, I've been bricked up for the weekend. You know, I'm 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 more than bricked. I'm bricked. All right. Should I say it one more time? I'm bricked. All right. I am so excited for that. Not only is my fantasy team just gonna <clears throat> fucking put the boots to you, buddy. It's gonna put the boots. Did you see? Did you see that round thirteen pickup? Did you see that little pickup? See what I did there? Um, did you see my little pickup? Let me. I can. I can pull it up here. You don't have to. You don't have to. You just believe me that I had a little. I had a little round thirteen pickup. Okay, I don't know what round happened. 13. Maybe did, round fourteen. Who you took in round thirteen? Or maybe fourteen. Oh, I see it in fourteen now. What a pickup! That was a pickup, was it not? That's I, honestly. I think that actually like. That's the thing, though, is like that realistically could be. That's a pickup. Like this, like it could be the steal of the draft. I accidentally got two kickers, though. I think I have to drop one. Yeah, you're probably, yeah, you'll have to drop one. Well, the other, the other thing is, though, I'm pretty stoked with my team. Like my bench is pretty full. Well, just like, quickly good for, for anybody listen, let them know what your your round fourteen pick was. One Mr. Ezekiel Elliott, baby. And what team is he on? The New England Patriots. Baby. There it is. Baby. I think I, I think honestly he called Deshaun Watson as my backup QB. <laughs> so what do you think about that Ingram trade, eh? Sorry? I'll give you Ingram and my kicker. I got a good kicker. Who'd you get as a kicker? Um, I actually have, I have Detroit's kicker, which I'm very actually happy with. He's ass. Why don't you take Miami's kicker and Ingram for Kittle? Nah, I'm good. Maybe. We'll see. We'll, 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 yeah. I, I am oh. weighing back and forth because like I really do like Kittle, but I also... He's not starting. Also that, but I also got to consider that like... You know, there's just there's so many pieces to the the 49ers offense. Like you've now got McCaffrey, you've got Debo, you've got Ayuk. Um, I'm pretty stoked with my McCaffrey got, pick. Uh, you've got what is it, Kyle Juicecheck, Juicecheck, something like that, yeah. and then Kittle. So like the, the the thing is, is like there's just there's so many weapons to that team. Um. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Allen over Walker. Mm. My flex for my flex yeah, position. Probably. Yeah, I think the think? Chargers are actually going to be like stupid good this year. Like I, I actually really do have high hopes for the Chargers this year, and that's even someone who, like, honestly, like I, like I don't. I mean, the Chargers. Like I'm, I'm. They're one of those teams. I'm kind of just neutral on. Like, it's not like, oh, they're one of my, you know, favorite teams to watch if I can. Or it's like, I hope they lose because I don't like them, like the Eagles. Um, 
but I, I really do think that they're that the Chargers are going to be very solid this year. Yeah, and I'm it all starts better pop off for me this year. I think he will now that he has, you know, he's now go, going into the season with the 49ers. He's not coming in like, you know, mid season, just kind of getting thrown into the fire. Like he's had a whole, you know, off season there where, you know, with the guys, he's had time to really, you know, fully memorize their playbook and just get accustomed to everything. Like, and I think he's going to come in and like, well, I mean, he, he balled out last year, but I think it's like, it's even going to be higher this year. Yeah. All right. Because he he was he was my big pick, man. Yeah, dude, you picked before me so many times, and you sniped some guys from me. Hey, to be fair, you did you did that to me too. Who did I take from you? Um, uh, let me just pull up here. So it was in uh, um, I love your team name, by the way. <laughs> he took you. Allen from me. I I only I honestly wasn't even gonna take a quarterback that early, but then some started getting selected. I was like, shit, I guess I kinda gotta I gotta I grab thought, one before I get no one. Exactly. I thought I was gonna be smart. I was planning on taking a QB that round. I was like, alright, this is a round because no one's gonna be taking a QB yet. And I had my two good running backs, my two good receivers. I have a pretty juicy team this year. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be honest with you. You have a good team, too. You got Henry. You got Cooper. You got Hill. Hill's a big pickup. How did yeah. you? How the fuck did you get Hill and Henry? That's, that's ridiculous. Um, well, I, I had back-to- Like, not, not back-to-back, but pretty close. So oh, there's only, yeah. I think, like six picks in between. So really, Derrick Henry only went like 11th. So that, like, and that's not super far out of the... Um, like that, that's not outrageous for him, but just because I think you, you never fully know, like, you know, you're at least going to get him as a beast for like the first couple weeks. Um, but I also think now, especially with, you know, D hop going to Tennessee, I think that might take a bit away from Henry every now and then, but, um, I still think he, he, he's going to ball out this year. That's fair. No, yeah. You scooped up, uh, you took, you took, uh, Allen from me. You took Kittle from me. You took Hall from me. Although he's questionable, bro. Why is he starting in your flex? He's questionable. I think he'll play. You should you should start trading with me. <laughs> you know what? You okay. know what did kind of make I'll me sad though. Bucks for Kittle. <laughs> you know what did kind of like rattle me though when I was like looking at where guys were projected and whatnot in it is like how low Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are. I know. Like, and I know, I know it goes back to the QB situation, but I'm like, there's still good guys. Like, they're going to get the majority of, you know, the, the targets and whatnot out there. They're going to get the majority of, you know, their receiving touchdowns and whatnot. So it's just kind of weird to see them, like, so low all of a sudden. But I guess they're not that high on, uh, on Baker. Which... I mean, I guess is understandable, but I, I would really like to see Baker go out and ball with the, the Bucks this year. It'd be a great, great comeback, feel-good story for him. And I hope it does happen. <clears throat> um, what do you want to do? Do we want to... Should I get Pacheco? Should I get Pacheco from the Chiefs? Did nobody grab him? I just did. 
Because, yeah, like, that's a... Who should I drop, Dicker or Sanders as my kickers? Should I drop the Miami kicker or the Chargers kicker? Um, Probably the Chargers kicker, I think. Drop. Yeah, do you think Pacheco is a, is a good pickup? I, I think so, because, what, he's the... This is the starting guy for the the Chiefs, so yeah. So then, maybe do you, do you think maybe if I get him? Wait, when 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 will my waivers get approved here? When does this get approved? Um, it's a good question. It probably won't be in time for the game tonight. It'll probably be like a oh, Friday morning thing. Yeah, you bitch. Oh, so it's still not a, a bad guy to still just pick up and have for like the weeks to come. Also worth noting, nobody drafted Russell Wilson. <laughs> He's cooking. Should I not have drafted the Patriots defense? I I don't think that's a, a like because they generate a lot of turnovers, don't they? Usually, but here's I <laughs> just. I just got a, a a roster alert. New England has been dropped by seven thousand seven hundred sixty-two teams in Yahoo leagues. Oh wow! <laughs> Fuck! Holy shit! What do they see that I don't? Well, a lot of people like a lot of the diehard, you know, fantasy football guys. Like they'll end the year at having like fifty plus moves made, and they yeah, like just true. drop. They'll drop their kickers and defenses weekly and just grab the guys that have the best matchups. True, true, true. So true. a lot of people who have the the Pats are just like, well, they're they're playing the Eagles, so they're gonna drop them and grab, you know, maybe the Commanders' defense or something, or um, the Ravens' defense, like just like not great defenses, but just defenses that are up against um, bad offenses, pretty much. Who who the who's Washington at? Oh, against Arizona. Yeah. Fuck. Maybe do I do that? That honestly is probably not a bad shout, especially because it sounds like the Cardinals are planning to start uh, Joshua Dobbs, which is not a is not a good sign for them going into to week one. Yeah. Sorry, so I don't think that's a terrible. I don't think no. I, I I think that's a smart play, honestly. I'll pick I think, him up after this week. I think there's a good chance that uh, the Commanders get a couple turnovers against the Cardinals. As much as it sucks to say, but like it's just facing the facts, being realistic. Yeah. Like it's there's there's probably going to be a couple. All right, pending transactions. They should go through on the ninth. That's the Saturday. Yeah. So still in time for for Sunday. Yeah, I'm getting fucked with Pacheco here, but that's okay. All right, so we we went through a quick parlay before we started, though. Um, we're just gonna we're just gonna tell you guys what our PGO parlay this week was, um, because it's a big fucker. It's so a big we, one. We're taking the Chiefs over the Lions, the Panthers over the Falcons, the Ravens over the Texans, Commanders over the Cardinals, the Bengals over the Browns, 49ers over the Steelers. And then we're taking um, Tennessee over the Saints. We're taking Jacksonville over the Colts. We're taking the Vikings over the Bucks. The Seacacks over the Rams. The Dolphins over the Chargers. That's a close one. That's our underdog. 
Same with the uh, same with the next one. This Las Vegas Raiders over the Denver Broncos. We do not think Russ will cook. Uh, nope. Dallas Cowboys over the Giants and Eagles over the Patriots. Then that breaks my fucking hat. Um, but speaking of Russ cooking, a report from uh, Dove Kleeman came out. According to ESPN, Broncos head coach Sean Payton, you ready for this one? Yep. Told QB Russell Wilson that to salvage his career, he needs to focus less on Russell Inc. Apparently, he said, in quotes, Will you fucking stop kissing all the babies, Peyton said. You're not running for public office. Is that actually a thing? Apparently, that's a real quote that came out. Apparently, that's a real quote that came out. Wow. I know, right? That's that's a little but electric. I I also like on a bit. It also kind of like made me a bit weary when Sean Payton first signed with the Broncos, um, or whatever he was traded from the Saints because I know the Saints obviously got some compensation or whatever. But it was mm-hmm. weird because during his his first press conference, he was asked about um Russell Wilson and having like his own office and, and just all those kind of antics about him that we, we talked about last season, kept hearing about Sean Payton had no idea about any of this. Mm. Like he, he had no idea. I was like, damn, like you don't think that's that shit that he should have known before, before, you know, coming in. Like that's, that's kind of big stuff being like, Hey, you know, our, our QB kind of runs the show here. He's got his own office. If teammates want to talk to him, they got to like go through his guys. Like, it just seemed kind of weird, like that's that's stuff that he wasn't aware of. But he also said, like, you know, that shit's not going to fly with him there. Like, they're they're going to figure out how to go about it. But he he basically said, like, th- that shit ain't flying with me here. So mm-hmm. maybe you know, if Russell Wilson isn't so cocky or whatever, and has all all this you know things going on with him, and if he can actually just be part of the team and play football. I, I could see maybe a bounce back year for him, but I think if he has another season this year, like last one, it's like, it's like, damn, now the Broncos are, are in trouble. Cause they gave up a lot to get him, and they, they had a good team in place. Yeah. And then he comes in and just falls flat on his face. Like that's a, it, that, that's on the level of the, you know, the, the 49ers giving up all those, uh, all those picks to move up to third overall to get Trey Lance only to end up trading them for a fourth round pick to the Cowboys. Like it's, it's, it's tough. It's, it's, it's not a good look and it's tough to come back it's tough from. out there. It's tough out yeah. there. All right. So getting ready. Cause we're going to release this episode today, right? Yeah. I think we have yeah. to. Okay. Yeah. Detroit Lions, Kansas city chiefs. Well, I mean, like, what, what, what are we doing here? We're doing some player props. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm on board. I'm on board. Um, well, actually, before we do that, just before the before the first kickoff of the the, the regular season, whatnot. What is your mm-hmm. prediction? New the England Super Patriots Bowl. are winning this New England Patriots. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That, that that's that's respectable. Bill oh, Belichick yeah. getting getting divorced. He's gonna come out 
hot and heavy ready to go i i think so what about you i i honestly think this could be the Bengals year yeah i, I think there's honestly. there's a very very good chance the thing is is we we know again it's probably going to be kind of the same routine um for the Bengals. it's pretty much you're gonna have to go through probably the bills and chiefs at least you know they mm-hmm. it's it's kind of just a reoccurring thing it's like those three teams it's uh you know two two are gonna face off and then you know whoever wins faces the other one and whatnot it just kind of seems to be what's happening um i wouldn't mind seeing another team you know kind of get in there get in the fight a bit you know get get down and dirty with those teams maybe an upset or two maybe the jaguars um you know that i think that's a possibility for them i think that you know they were great last year trevor lawrence is is only getting better he's now got more weapons with him so it would be nice to maybe the jaguars sneak in into that fight um but I think initially my prediction would be the Bengals. All right. That's, that's what I'm riding with, but I'm probably wrong. I probably just actually jinxed them. They you might not did. win a game all season now. I might have just ended their season before it started, but I'm riding with them. That would be hilarious. Because <laughs> they would deserve it. Fuck those guys. But yes, um, I think. Maybe a fun thing we do this season is maybe when we're, you know, we'll do our regular, you know, pickums for for the PGO parlays and whatnot, um, as we normally do. But but maybe every week, maybe we just put a little bit of special attention towards the the Thursday game and do like a little special something for the Thursday games this year. Yeah, I, I like that idea. So I'm putting together a little bit of a player prop here. Also, how sick is that? That now, you know. Opening kickoff week one, first game of the season. The Detroit Lions are in there. Not only that, they're playing the Chiefs, like the defending champs. You think the Lions even have a chance? I think they're going to keep it close. I think the Chiefs still win because, I mean, it's, it's Patrick Mahomes. Like, you know, I, I just think he, if, I don't think he loses week one. Um, but I think the Lions actually do keep it a very, you know, respectable game. All right, here's what I'm thinking. All right, hit, <clears throat> hit me with it. I might drop. I might drop one. I think Mahomes is going off tonight. Yeah, he always does week one. Yeah, Patrick. Mahomes, I just gotta look this up. Week one stats. Because I, I, I do like, like I, I am very confident the Chiefs win, but I think the Lions actually, you know, give them a little bit of a scare. Hmm. But I mean, it, it's it's crazy to not think that the Chiefs, you know, win this one. I think. I think even if Travis Kelsey doesn't play. All right. So his last two week one starts, he got five and three touchdowns with 360 yards, 337 yards. In 2020, he only got two 11 yards, but had three tuds. In 2019, 
He had 378 yards and three tugs in 2018, 256 yards and four. So here's what I'm thinking. He's not going to have Kelsey. Is Travis Kelsey for sure not playing? Let me look that up. Because I do think that that is a big factor. Like, again, like I said, I still think Chiefs win regardless, but I think in terms of... Yeah, it's going to be a game-time decision, it sounds like. I think he plays, personally. <clears throat> I, I I do think he, he ends up playing in this game. You think? I think so. Mm, I don't know. Nah, I, th- I think he does. I think he'll be limited. Like, I don't think he'll play as much as he normally would. But I think he 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 still comes in and, and plays parts well, of the game. Originally, what I had is Mahomes over 290 passing yards, over two and a half touchdowns, and uh, Pacheco over 52 rushing yards. Okay. That's not, honestly, that's not even bad, though. But I'm thinking maybe I drop the 290, the over 290, and just just go. Mahomes will Mahomes will get his three tuds, and Pacheco's gonna gonna carry a bit of the load here. Yeah, I th- I think that's better because again it, it's I think even if Kelsey plays sparingly, I think that still takes away quite a bit from Mahomes, especially when like we we've seen plays where Mahomes does a you know a, a, just a little five yard chip off to. Uh, um, to Kelsey, and then Kelsey just like, you know, just guns it and barrels down for an extra 40 or so. Um, so I think, I don't think Mahomes is going to have that tonight, really. So I think that's kind of where he, he probably won't get up to the 300, you know, passing yards. All right. So three Todds and over 52 yards for Pacheco. Yeah. There you go. The two-leg parlay was submitted, folks. And uh, and like I said, we're going to be coming at you tonight with a PGO um, um, we're going to be coming at you with a PGO uh, World Cup Rugby Parlay. <laughs> yep. Uh, so we're going to be giving you that one tonight or early tomorrow morning before the first game kicks off. The first game is the All Blacks taking on the uh, the France team. I don't know. I don't, are they the Roosters? I don't fucking care. Fuck the French. Um, he says, joking. All right. Real quick, we're just going to run through this. Over under 53 and a half for the Thursday night game. Um, are we, we're not like, are we doing all, all games or is no. there like somewhere we can be like, let's stay away from them? I uh, well, no, we're just doing something. Specific. Okay. Okay. So just for the third. Okay. Um, what's that? 50, 50, 53 and a half. So each guy, oh, should... each team is doing about 27 here. 27. Yeah. Um, Oof. You know what? I think I think the overhits, no? 
All right, I agree with you. Golf's got something to prove. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying, right? Like, I think, like, we know Mahomes is, well, we've got him at, what, three passing touchdowns? So there's already 21 right there, assuming that the extra points get made and all that. But like I said, I still think the Lions keep it a close game, and I know the Chiefs are going to put up more than just those 21. Like, they're going to get up to it, I would say, around the 30 at least. So right. yeah, I, and yeah, I, I'm going. I like the over. And then uh, we got a four and a half point spread. Do you think Chiefs cover that? Now that's a tough one. That's not no outrageous spread to cover. It's not. No, it's really not. I would be shocked if the lines get it within four. I'll be. I'll be real. I, I can't yeah. see the Lions doing that. <clears throat> I think it's going to yeah. be closer than we give it credit for, but I don't, I don't see the Lions getting it that close. I think it's going to be a one-touchdown game. Yeah. Or a 10-point No, yeah, game. I'm, 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 I'm on board with that. Right. I like that. So another respectable parlay. So Chiefs... Chiefs uh, minus four and a half with the over at fifty three point five. We're taking the over. Is that our is that our Thursday night parlay? Yeah. All right. So we got Pacheco running for it. Mahomes throwing for it. We're getting some toddies. Then when it's going to be an over, and the Chiefs are going to walk away with it. That's our place, folks. That is your action for the Thursday night game. And who knows? We might come at you Saturday if we're able. Um. To get a little info before Sunday, because we are so excited to be back for this NFL season, and we are looking forward to it. Do you have any clown news? Um, I think I do. Well, I do that. Um, do you want to tell the listeners about um today's uh, sponsor for those PGO parlays? I would love to. So today's PGO Parlays is proudly brought to you by W Energy. W Energy gives you the jitter-free, crash-free energy formula that you know and you love. And you do not have that crash that we all know, but none of us love. Um, W Energy has been fueling this podcast for quite some time now. And we would love it if you jumped over to their website and used our code code PGO because that's going to get you 10% off at checkout. You can get there through any of the links in our social medias and those links can be found in our link tree. And if you click the link, they know we sent you and you can find our social medias on Instagram and TikTok at PGO show at YouTube post game overtime post game one word and on Twitter at PG overtime. Find us there, click the link, and I'll get you to all of them, and we hope to see you. That was sick. Thank you. We we Like like, like we never left. Like we never fucking left, folks. Um I do I do have a couple um clown news though. Alright, let's hear it. Um this might I think this is a first actually um for the podcast here, but we have a clown coming out of the CFL. Um, Saskatchewan Rough Riders, uh, Pete Robertson. 
he was suspended one game. Um, this happened in last week's game against uh, Winnipeg. So he was suspended one game for headbutting Zach Kalaros, which is um, Winnipeg's quarterback. Uh, it happened kind of later in the game. Um, you know, Saskatchewan still had they had they had a lead. They were doing good. They just stopped um, Winnipeg down in the red zone. So it looked like Winnipeg was just going to have to settle for the three points. But for whatever reason, after the play, Pete Robertson was, you know, celebrating, kind of takes a couple steps for two Kalaros and just wham, just headbutts him. Jesus. And so then, so then obviously, obviously, you know, there's a flag, uh, automatic first down, Winnipeg punches it in, and then they, they had the lead, which we all know Saskatchewan came back in one. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was just, it was just a stupid play. There was no need for him to, to be doing that. Like I get, you know, he's all excited, hop on adrenaline, like pump, but like, how do you walk up to the, the, the other team's quarterback and just bam, head forward, just head bottom. It's like, it's like, come on, man. You got it. Like- you know, you got to You got to be smarter than that. You got to be, you, you just, you got to be better than that. Like, it's just, it's not acceptable. I think. He's very lucky. He only got one one game. Um, just just a stupid play could have cost his team the game. You know, Saskatchewan's very lucky that they were able to ball out and go down and uh, tie the game up to send it to overtime. And if they lost, it's every, everybody knows pretty much who to who to point out for that. So he's very lucky. The team rallied rallied around him and uh, you know got got the win in the end because. He'd be in some pretty hot water if they ended up losing that one. But that I is do not disagree. That is clown number one. Um, Let's hear week. clown number two. Clown number two. You ready for this? Let's hear it. Robbie Anderson with a Y. Oh, yes. sorry, Robbie Anderson with an I E instead. Oh, sorry, Chosen Anderson. Oh, wait, no. Now he's Robbie Chosen. Like, like the dude just completely just makes up his own names. He just keeps changing his name all the time. He keeps changing them. It's a, it's almost like he just keeps getting cut from teams, and he's like, "Okay, well, when I'm a completely new person, this is I'm now this I'm not that guy. That's a different guy now. Look at me. It's like I just don't get why he keeps changing it constantly. <clears throat> and like, where, where did chosen even come from? He just. Decided to make that his first name, and all of a sudden, boom! Now it's his last name. It's uh, it's it's very weird. It's very odd. Like that's really all there is to say about him. Like he just keeps changing his name. So I think he kind of has to be thrown on uh, on the clown report here. But that's uh, that's that's the other guy I got there to to slap on there. Whatever you want to call him. I know, like we'll get we'll put him up, we'll put him as a clown on there. Yeah, and he got dropped. Do we know why he got dropped? Is being bad in the locker room or I'm honestly not too sure. Nothing really um nothing's really been said about it. I just again I think it's very similar. Like even when he went to the Cardinals, it was like everybody thought, you know, he was he was gonna come in and it was at that I think he got traded there. It was kind of that weird time where um, D Hop was just kind of coming back from his suspension. Was still kind of you could see a little bit of the rust. Um, Hollywood Brown just went down with an injury, so you know at, at the time when he was Robbie Anderson, he came in with the Cardinals and was you know expected to be a 
you know, their number two guy kind of moving forward. And then he just, he like never saw the field. Like he barely got, mm. even got the chance to go out there and, and make anything happen. So I don't like, you know, you, you, you never want to speculate too much whether or not guys are, you know, good or bad in locker rooms. I don't know what the case is with him, but I do think that there is something going on just because I don't see how, especially with, you know, how rough the Cardinals were last year. I just don't see why he wasn't even getting really an opportunity. Yeah. I think there fair. had there had to have been something more, especially when you I mean, I know it was like a later pick, but like it was like fifth round pick are can still be very valuable. Um so it's yeah. kind of weird that they would give up a pick for him, but then like not play him at all. He just was on the bench. So I think there's gotta be something there. Um I just don't know what it is. All right, I like it. What about you? You got any any clown I news? One. I got one. All right, all um, right. Uh, Antonio Brown has been tweeting out quite a lot. Oh, he's been hot on Twitter lately. He's been hot. Um, apparently, for a while, he might be going to jail for not paying child support. He got in it with a uh, ESPN reporter calling him a cracker. That was fun. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I I enjoyed that. Um, but most recently, he's been tweeting out a lot, uh, talking about CTE, which is hilarious. Yep, it's um, right up his alley. Try. I think there's an original one where he said he had it. Thought I screenshot and sent to you. Recently, he tweeted out CTE catch the energy. Yeah. Um, two days ago, he set out a video of a girl licking, like, I guess, his diamond finger. He's got, like, instead of, like, rings, it's, like, three rings that just encompass his oh, whole finger. Yeah, I saw that. And he said, she know I got CTE, that's why she licking me. So, I don't <laughs> know if CTE could get you laid. Um, if that's the case, I better get me some. Because that sounds like a good time. Um, I'm trying to find where uh, where he said. He said something about, like, yeah, I got CT. Probably, again, it was like, yeah, I got that CT. Catch the energy. So, yeah. Oh, big, uh, big have... AB. Okay, what's the last one? I do have another one. And th- this is one I'm kind of I'm kind of curious to see what you... Um... What you think about it, because I don't know, to me, I, I have very strong feelings about this, but um, so coming up in the draft, like the NFL draft next year, the 2024 one, um, everybody kind of knows like the first overall pick is going to be Caleb Williams, um, the quarterback, right? But it is now, he said a couple of days ago that he is going to make his decision for next year once, basically kind of once he sees how the NFL season goes. So, you know, if he, if he doesn't like the team that ends up with the first overall pick, he might just be like, yeah, I'm going back to, to college football next year. And I'll, I'll enter the draft the next year, which I don't really like, you know, I think if you're a a first overall pick guy, you know, you just gotta, you know, 
like I, I don't I'm assuming Bryce Young was probably not super thrilled about going to play for the Carolina Panthers but he did it anyways because that's the team that drafted him he wants to go there and, and turn that franchise around so I think if you know I don't know I just don't like that when young guys are basically like you know oh, I don't want to go here so I'm just not gonna and I'm gonna just you know, enter the draft because for all we know, if, um, I don't know, just for argument's sake, because I know they're going to suck the Cardinals say the Cardinals end up with the first overall pick and Williams is like, yeah, I don't want to go there. There's a very realist chance the Cardinals could be in that exact same spot the following year. You know, if you've got a team that's, that's bad and they can't get that good quarterback that they need to elevate their team and be better next year they're probably going to be in the same spot the next year so mm-hmm. i'm going to throw him on the clown report because i just i'm not a fan of young guys before they've even gotten into the league and they're already trying to dictate pretty much where they go or who they will play for who they won't play for it's like you you're you're not there's there's no guarantee you're even going to be able to make it in the nfl like there's there's a big yeah. jump even like we've seen well, again, when the Cardinals took Josh Rosen, he was supposed to be their franchise guy. He couldn't make it work with the Cardinals. He couldn't make it on any of the other eight teams he was on. Like, it it happens. So, to me, I just don't like guys that aren't even in the league already kind of dictating um, where they will or won't play. So, for that, I'm going to throw him on the clown report. But I will say he is still a hell of a football player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be interesting to see. Uh, yeah, like part of me, part of me agrees because you don't want your career wasted. But yeah, kind of to your point, you just you gotta you gotta go to whatever team drafts you and and make the best of that situation. Because you could even still um, pull a. Was it? It was Eli Manning when he was drafted first yeah, he overall. Did that. He, he did. He that. was just like training, so he could even do that because then at least you're benefiting. You know, um, you're you're still at least helping out that team that ended up with the first overall pick. You're not just being like, "No, you can't draft me because I'm not going to play." Go take somebody else. Like you could at least mm-hmm. be like, "Okay, like I'm going to be real with you guys. I don't want to play here. Like I'm, I'm sorry, I don't. I hope you understand. But I'll let you guys draft me, and then you guys can trade me and at least get you know a good haul back for me." Because then it's a win-win for both sides. He's kind of got some leverage on where he would want to go play, but he's still helping out that team. So they, they're they not just like, okay, well, now we got to go with, you know, someone else. We're not getting the most value we could have gotten out of the first overall pick type of thing. Which, mm-hmm. if he did if he did that, that I'm, I'm, I'm more okay with that. Because I think that's still respectable enough um, to himself and whatever team ends up at the bottom of the league. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's going to be interesting. But it's an interesting uh, thing to kind of, you know, keep an eye on as the season progresses, you know, who's going to be uh, at the bottom. And, you know, maybe we'll get a little more insight throughout the season on, on where he may or may not want to. The Cardinals play. are probably going to get him, eh? But that, that's the thing, right, is I, I like the Cardinals are, are going to be bad. But I don't think they're going to be uh, on the level bad. of like, People saying like, "Oh, they're not going to win a game all season." Um, but I also oh, think it's worth fuck. noting. I also think it's worth knowing that they do also have the Texans' first round pick, and the Texans could also potentially end up, you know, near the bottom as well. 
So Brandon, I don't I just I... realized something. What? I just I just got an alert. Uh oh. Why? Jared Goff's career week one record against the spread is six and zero. Really? Oh, we should have taken lines plus four and a half. Oh. But it, but but has he ever played? The thing is though. The thing is though. Has he ever played Patrick oh. Mahomes week one? Oh, I'm gonna be sick. I don't think he's ever played Mahomes sick. week one. Oh. Oh. No, I'm I'm still confident. I'm gonna throw up. No, the confidence never wavers here. I'm gonna throw up. No, you're not. Put me on We're the clown report. Put me on the clown report right now. Put me on the report, damn it. All right. I've ruined um, this season. We're gonna start. We're gonna start the season with a loss. Oh, oh no! But you, you know, it's okay if we start with a loss. It is okay. Do you know why? Because the comeback is greater, is greater than, than the setback. There we go. Yeah, I don't See, that's what I'm talking about. For nothing. That CTE energy. Is Big Kirko going to go off this year for the uh, Lions, our fucking uh, Vikings? That's a thing, right? The Vikings, again, it's, you know, what, oh. what do we see? Again, like, it was last year, you know, they made the playoffs, but they had a negative point differential. I don't call him Big Kirko for nothing. <laughs> and that's probably the one thing, actually, I'm most excited for this season is to actually see how the Vikings do. In comparison from their record to their their point differential, because like t- to be up there where they were in the standings with all the other teams, but their point differential was like in some cases like a hundred lower than other teams. It's like holy shit! Like That's they're insane. winning, they're winning games, but when they're winning games, it's it's by a very small margin. Like every game they're in is basically a a one score game. So they very quickly could have been from one of the top teams to one of the bottom teams if a few, you know, plays didn't go their way. But I, I do yeah. think that the Vikings are, are going to come out. Um, I, I think they're going to have a good season still, all things considered. They, they've got a good core there. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, like it's, there's a lot of good matchups. Like I also, you know, I think it's going to be, I mean, well, week one is always exciting because you get to see all, the, all this new talent come to the league, you know, play their first games. I'm really excited for the Steelers 49ers. That's just going to be, especially now with Nick Bosa being signed in and, um, you know, locked in with the 49ers. That's going to be like, that's going to be a defensive war, that game. That's going to be so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot oh, of, I'm just excited. a lot of, Great games um, this week. Even even the Cowboys Giants. Those ones are always fun games. No Zeke though, unfortunately, he will be uh, going to war against the going to war against the not Super Bowl champs from last year, the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I was, I was rooting for the Eagles. You know, they're always the underdog. <laughs> Oh, they're not, they're not the underdog going into Sunday here. Well, maybe they oh, will be. Gosh. You're right, going up the against Big are, Bill. The Patriots are always the underdog. Did you hear, actually, with um, 
with the Patriots. I know you were super excited about them signing uh, Juju. Did you hear what's going on with him right now? No. And so it came out. Uh... The Patriots got Juju, right? Yeah. So Juju has rejected these rumors, obviously, because, you know, as a player, you have to. Um, but reports have come out about him that his knee could explode at any point this season. What? Oh, apparently. What? I don't know. What fucking? Hold up. Hold up. Wait. What fucking doctor's report is that? Who, who puts that on their fucking chart? Are you. His knee could explode at any fucking minute. Who what, so what, I, what's the what's the diagnosis? Has he got a torn ligament? You don't you don't go to the doctors and they go, "How's my elbow? Good for now, but it could explode at any minute." Yeah, God, I think explode Brandon. is I think explode is a is a is a weird word to use, but I get what they're saying. Like, I don't think it's he, a real report. Where did you find this? Who's reporting on this? Everyone. Like you look look them up, and it's it's a lot of the news articles surrounding them. And like I know, obviously he's gonna be like, "Oh, it's not true," but like, because it's not, because it's not true. I'm just saying, I, I think it is something to, that'll be interesting to. No doctor says you could explode at any minute. Juju Smith Schuster. All right. I don't think. Um. Yeah, like everything's talking about his knee. I think they're making it a bit. They're making it sound a bit more extreme, being like his knee could explode. But I get what they're saying. Like one of those things where, um, you know, if he if he goes like if he jumps up and lands on it the wrong way or something, I could see it being like he's he's more so. A better way to word it, I think, would be to say he's got like some weak points in his knee or something. So he's more prone to maybe injuring his knee, where he's more likely to tweak something than other guys. But I think to say explode, I think is is a just a really big stretch, and it makes it sound way worse than being like, "Oh, I got you know a bum knee or something." Being like, "Oh, it could explode," I think is a bit uh, a bit dramatic. Adrian Rogers here, a new report of the kid. This is coming from Don Clevman. That sign. Oh, and then I also got. Uh, I also got one more news thing to talk about after this. All right, what is it? I still don't believe it, but what is it? Um, and and this one I'm actually surprised hasn't caught more attention because it's like, like th- this is wild. Like, yeah. like this is actually something that I don't think I have ever. I don't think I've ever seen something like this in sports. Um, so you know, obviously, you know who Eli Apple is, right? Yeah. So he has now signed with. Uh, he signed this last off season with the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Um, so he can go, you know, kind of be the number two guy behind Jalen Ramsey. Um, so he's got a kid. Um, with whoever I don't know what her name is, um, but so they're they're not together. Like they've had a kid together, but they're not together. And so it sounds like 
the the rumors are that you know he's he's not paying child support or something like that or, or something along those lines. But so she has actually gone on Instagram and put oh, out I pic- saw that. Yeah, and put out like pictures of them together and saying like she'll pay the fines for anybody if they go out there and like injure go him. for his knees or injure his hammies or like she's basically saying asking people to go and injure him and then she's like, I'll pay your fines for you if you do. And it's like that's Awesome. Like I don't, I don't know how that hasn't caught more attention, or how there's not like so cool. some legal battle going on. Like she's, that's a basically girl moment. That's put, a girl putting out hits moment. on them. Like that's wild. That's crazy though. That's a girl boss moment. That's nuts though. Especially like put it out on Instagram or now. There's you know, if there if he was to take legal action against her or anything, like there's clear proof like she's uploading all this shit and leaving it up there for everyone to see like it's she's a girl it's boss. crazy yeah like it's, girl boss moment. it's nuts do you think anybody actually goes out there? i don't think anybody will I would. I would like that's just that's nuts that's crazy and like there's so many um what a girl boss I, I, yeah, I'm just, I'm not sure. Good like, her. I say good for her. I think she should offer more money. <laughs> I think yeah, Apple should have to pay the money. Uh, should I pick up Christian Kirk off waivers? Ooh. He balled out last year with the Jags, actually. I'm just worried about how much, um, especially now with ETN, like, fully healthy, ready to run. They've also got Calvin Ridley. Well, I think Christian Kirk, like they're paying him a lot of money. So I think that like he's gonna still get used quite a bit. Or should I pick up Mike Williams? Because I already got Keenan Allen. Dude, you love Mike Williams. You get him every year. He's fucking sick. Shut I up. think he should. I, I would go with Williams. Over Christian Kirk, but I already got Keenan Allen. That's my issue. Oh, then you gotta go with Kirk. Or should I drop <laughs> should I drop Keenan Allen? I think Keenan Allen's the better out of the two. Yeah. Yeah, no, keep keep Keenan. And I'm gonna drop Deontay Johnson. Speaking of Keenan Allen, actually, did you I if you ever get the opportunity, I advise you to do it because it's actually nuts. Um, do you know that show like The Masked Singer? Shut up. I'm not fucking watching the Masked he, he Singer. He was on it. Christian Kirk? No, um Keenan Allen. Oh fucking I gotta drop him. And he was like he yeah. was good actually. Yeah, now I gotta drop him. God damn. Like, he's actually crazy good at singing. So, for that reason, I would say keep him because dude's gonna ball out with Herbert this year. You're, you're nuts if you drop Keenan Allen. He's a beast on the field and a beast on the mic. Or should I just get Mike Williams instead? Fuck. No. You sure? I'm positive. Don't call him Big Kirko for nothing. Um, Is that wrap up this episode? Now we're just kind of floundering here. Yeah, yeah. I don't really got much else. I'm just, I'm really pumped for for week one. Oh, I'm Um, so excited. And we got through this episode without having to yell at Telus. Yeah, we did. That we did. Yeah, this is going to be a great season. A lot of good stuff to look forward to. Just, I'm just geared up and ready to ready to get it going. 
Is this is this the third PGO football season? Um, I guess technically, yeah, because when we first started, we kind of came in. Oh. Um, te- yeah, PGO technically, football it's season three, motherfuckers, yeah. coming at you. Oh, we're ready. We're gonna have a lot of great stuff for this season. This is I gonna be wait. a great season, folks. We can't wait to talk more about it with you, and we hope to see you at every single episode. We love you. Have a good one.